Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, a big game coming up tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks on the road, something a lot of Bucks fans circled. They have not been back since game six and being bounced out of the Eastern Conference Finals. So uh, Jack Armstrong, Raptors television analyst on TNSN, and now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Jack, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? We're doing well. Uh, many seem to think that the Toronto Raptors and the way they play D against this Bucks team, this is the team in the East that has the most legitimate shot at knocking the Bucks off. You tell me what they do so well that the Bucks would struggle with. Well, I think, uh, I mean, it's a different year, you know, and obviously the Raptors don't have Kawhi Leonard, so I think that changes things a little bit compared to maybe what, the Bucks saw a, a year ago in the playoffs. I mean, when you when you match up a guy like Kawhi Leonard on Giannis, um, you know, you're talking about you know maybe the best defensive player on the planet right now. Uh, so you now you take him out of the equation, it's got to be more of a cumulative uh, group effort than necessarily having greatness against greatness. Um, so in defense of the Bucks, I think they. As, as, as much as a wonderful accomplishment of the Raptors, what they did, uh, you know, they had a guy who was a great, great matchup for them who from games three to six did a terrific job, uh, you know, making Giannis have to work a lot harder than maybe he did in games one and two in the playoffs. So uh, I think for the Raptors, I mean, when they're, good, when they're really good, uh, they're taking care of the ball, they're moving the ball, they're getting great shots. They're playing with pace. And then when they do that, they're able to get you into the half court and make you run your stuff half court five on five. And they're really sound uh, as a half court defensive team in terms of quickness, multiple help, containing the ball, uh, you know, schemes, understanding of, of giving different looks, uh, switchability, uh, being able to blow up dribble handoffs and blow up ball screens and uh, close out on shooters quickly. So, uh, this, is, this is a good defensive ball club, uh, as, as is the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, these are the, two of the top defensive teams in the NBA, and they're two of the outstanding offensive teams in the league as well, and that's why, obviously, the Bucks are the, have the best record in the league and the Raptors have the third best. So it should be a lot of fun tonight. Well, here's my next question for you. With the Bucks being uh, the the best record in the league, what are the Bucks? I mean, Giannis obviously is on his way to another MVP, barring some kind of a major collapse. Uh, but you tell me what is now so strong and so different about this team this year versus last year that you've witnessed. The Bucks. Yeah. Oh, I, I I just think uh, they're a year more polished. I think uh, uh, in terms of just really understanding what Coach Budenholzer wants to get accomplished. Uh, you know, you lose a, a, a Malcolm Brogdon, and quite frankly, you haven't missed a beat. And to me, I, I think you have just a lot of um, smart veteran players that know how to play the game. There's great chemistry. Uh, you're getting a tremendous play out of George Hill. 
you know, he and Middleton are shooting lights out from three, so you have that spacing uh, that you surround Giannis with. Uh, you know, Dante DiVincenzo is healthy this year, and he's a fearless player. I love his game. Uh, you look at a guy like Connaughton, who's tough as nails, and Corver when he's healthy. Uh, you know, you add an extra Lopez to the mix. Uh, you know, a guy like Ilias Sobel would start on a lot of teams in the NBA. Uh, I mean, think of what he did for the Philadelphia Sixers a few years ago. He and Marco Bellinelli at the, at the trade deadline with buyouts. Uh, you know, so this, you know, the Bucks are just deep experience, and and I think Bledsoe has been better um, than than he was in the playoffs a year ago, and and I think he's a big factor, uh, you know, for them in terms of just if he can be consistent, uh, you know, that'll help. You know, his consistency, and then George Hill, uh, you know, you can get away with not having Brogdon if you get that kind of play from those guys. Talking with Jack Armstrong, Raptors TV analyst on TSN. Big one coming up tonight between the Bucks and the Raptors. Um, you know, kind of as they sit right now, I mean, if these two teams met up in that seven-game series, um, you know, I, granted last year the Bucks got off to the fast start, and had they won game three, maybe things end up a little bit different. But I thought Nick Nurse did a fantastic job schematically to say, look, Giannis is not going to beat us. We're going to make him earn it, and then everybody else is going to have to beat us. Do you think the Bucks are deep enough now in a seven-game series, like you had mentioned, with Dante DiVincenzo, with guys that have specific roles? Do you think that is deep enough now that they really are that, uh, that team that looks as if they're destined to get to an NBA Finals? I think they definitely have the capability of doing it. I, I'm sure Miami and Boston and Philadelphia and Toronto are going to want to have something to say about that. And I think all those teams have a right to feel that way. Uh, at the same time, based upon the body of work, you got to you got to uh, give a lot of credit to the Lakers and the Bucks for being where they are at their this top of their respective conferences. But there's no doubt uh, when I look at the Bucks that you know for Toronto or Boston or Miami or Philly. Uh, to knock them out, uh, they're going to have to play at an incredibly high level to do it. I think it can be done, but you're going to have to play at a, at a great level. This is a, a terrific ball club, and I think uh, they understand their scheme that much better. They understand the expectations and the roles, and their roster has such flexibility and versatility. And, you know, there'll be nights where uh, guys will play five minutes, and then the next night they're playing. 28. I mean, here's the other thing. You know, you look at the usage rate for Giannis right now. I mean, it's it's off the charts. At the same time, what is the average? At 31 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Think about when you think about when you get in a playoff series. If I'm coaching that guy, I don't even dare. He, if he looks at me, I'm just turning my back to him. I'm not taking him out. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna play him 45, 46, 47 minutes uh, because I've, I've I've saved them during the regular season. So I think the the, the thing that's scary for the other 29 teams in the NBA is what's this dude look like when he's playing 44, 45 minutes? Uh, now, I know there's a difference between playoff minutes and and uh, regular season minutes. It's like highway driving versus city miles, you know? Mm-hmm, right. But, 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 but nonetheless, uh, that's a scary proposition to prop his minutes up 12, 14 minutes. Uh, uh- so, I, I just think that uh, you know, I, I think the Raptors and, and have have the goods uh, to to win a series against them. I, I also think those other teams I mentioned do as well. But the margin of error for each of these teams 
is is a little tighter, and it's going to come down to playing at a high level on both ends, which I think they can do, but it's not going to be easy. Uh, I got to ask you, just deviate away from the court for just a second. What Serge Ibaka's got a scarf now. I, I saw this, what was it, on Snapchat or something to that effect? FaceTime, maybe? I don't know what it was. He got a scarf that looks like a pink python. <laughs> when did that become the big fashion statement there? Oh, about, about two weeks ago. Oh, my and, goodness. Uh, yeah, Serge is, a, Serge is a big fashion guy, and... Uh, he loves, you know, obviously, just like Milwaukee, Toronto gets a little chilly during the winter, and uh, he loves sporting a scarf, and uh, it's become like a trendy thing. A very, uh, so he he got scarfs for all the guys on the team. Actually, I just got a scarf the other day. I mean, I've, I've never huge. worn a scarf. It's it's uh, it's beyond huge. It's, uh, it's, but uh, it's like a tablecloth, like. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's interesting, but, you know, you, you, there's a great picture of him and his teammates, and they're all wearing it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it also shows the togetherness of the Raptors. I think they have a, in spite of losing a great player like Kawhi Leonard and a really good player like Danny Green, and on top of that, have just been absolutely decimated with injuries. Uh, you know, they've had, I mean, right now, Marcus Gasol, you know, and Norm Powell won't play tonight. And, you know, you look at you look at that, and to be... Where they are right now is the third best record in the league and an exciting game tonight against the best team in the NBA. And they're a game better than they were a year ago with Kawhi Leonard. I mean, and it's, and Danny Green and a healthy team. So to me, I think in a lot of ways, people around the league have slept on the Raptors a little bit. And, and from my perspective, I hear way too much. I don't think the Bucks. Uh, get enough credit sometimes. I, I think they deserve every bit of credit they get, but I get tired of hearing about the Celtics and the Heat and the Sixers and not enough about the Raptors. Talking with Jack Armstrong, Raptors television analyst on TSN. One of the guys uh, I think that it's overlooked as well, even though he was uh, you know one of the better players last year, uh, and that's Siakam. Uh, I, I was reading about his work ethic. We were just talking the other day about uh, Chris Middleton and also uh, Dante DiVincenzo and Giannis all being first in the gym. Siakam, apparently, according to his guys, he's the first one in the gym. And every weakness he has in every game, he's over there working it. That's the reason he's become this good. Talk about his work ethic a little bit. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, you know, what's the all line? Input equals output. And, you know, I mean, the guy made the all-star team this year was a, a starter. And to me, I mean, last year was the most improved player in the league. So, I mean, he's just grown by leaps and bounds. And, you know, he's around guys like a Fred Van Vliet and a Kyle Lowry who are tireless workers. And, you know, to be around uh, pros like a Marcus Soule and then to have Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard, his teammates a year ago, uh, you know, he's picked up a lot of that institutional know-how and it gets passed down. Uh, and I think, you know, he's now a guy that has an idea, hey, you play with Kawhi Leonard, you go, all right, I get it. That's what greatness looks like. Okay, you know, what's, what's, uh, what's uh, flattery? What's, the gra- what's imitation? It's the greatest form of flattery, right? And to me, uh, Pascal is a guy that really observed uh, a guy like Kawhi go to work every day. And to me, I think a lot of that stuff's rubbed off on him, in, a, in, a, in a, obviously in a very positive way. You talk about Van Vliet. Van Vliet averaging over 17 points at home, 15 and a half points in the last 10 games. I mean, he's been playing extremely well. But uh, there in Canada, man, he's he's feeling it, isn't he? Well, he's a guy that shoots the ball with you know a great deal of confidence, and he's a guy that knows how to move without the ball, screen usage, 
space out when you draw and kick. Uh, he just has a real good understanding of, of how to play the game. He's been coached. You know, he's just a uh, – there's no doubt I joke. I did an appearance with him yesterday, and I joke with him. Uh, this, uh, he'll probably make too much money, uh, but the reality is there's no doubt in my mind I could see him in 10, 15 years on an NBA sideline as a head coach. I mean, he has those chops. He has that intellect. He has that stage presence and leadership. Um, and I, I just like I, I like what he brings. You know, he's a guy, and, and we see it too often, and I've said it to him right to his face. You know, there are a lot of other guys that win the beauty contest. You know, the, they run the 40 faster. They have a better vertical leap. Uh, you know, they, they're 6'4", and they can jump out of the gym. They can just do this, that, and the other thing. But the bottom line is they don't know how to play the game, and they don't know how to win. You know, Van Vliet's one of those guys that doesn't win the beauty contest, but all he does is kick your tail, and you want him on your team. Always great to talk, my friend. Should be a good one coming up tonight. It's something that I know a lot of people have circled, nationally televised game. Jack, appreciate it, okay? No problem. I look forward to being back in Milwaukee in April, and I hope we're together in May. And as I enjoy a few uh, ice-cold beverages, and Milwaukee's one of my favorite stops for that. That Well, now they've got a great facility downtown as well with a lot of things close by. So uh, enjoy yourself. We'll see you when you get here. You got it. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. There you go. Jack Armstrong, Raptors television analyst on TSN, joining us on the Schneider Orange Highlight. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 